Good afternoon. It is Tuesday. It is Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday stands for prayer, healing, and teaching. Um, I just want to welcome you to Destiny. I am Pastor Daisy Lowe, and I am here to bring another encouraging word. Um, so I'm just going to pick up where I left off at. So last week, I brought up the scripture, Luke 19, 12 through 27, and it says, He said, Therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said to them, Occupy till I come, until I come, right? So I wanted to um, kind of um, explain this occupy. Uh, I, I told you that it, it, it's like when the military goes into a territory and occupies in that territory. And so I called uh, a prophet friend of mine, and uh, he is an, uh, an ex-Air Force guy, and I said, what does it mean to occupy, to occupy uh, a territory. And this is what he sent, sent me. He texted me. He says, first, he says, we set a presence of dominance. Uh, he said, he said, their country is to submit to their authority through firepower. The U.S. does not negotiate with terrorists. I want you to listen to this. This is, this is what, what Jesus was, was telling us, that we have come from another country, the, the country uh, of heaven is what the Bible calls it, right? And we are to show and set up and to take territory everywhere we go, right? This is, this is what else he said. He said, he says, in the Air Force or whatever um, military um, force there is, I I'm, I'm, can't even think of the right word, but the military, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, whichever branch, that's, that's the word I'm looking for, whichever branch, there he says, they're to establish law and regulations and democracy and government. Check this out. The, the United States, the United States military operates with a kingdom mandate on their, on their, on their uh, duties. So, and it says, we're to seek conformity to the U.S.'s ways when they go into a territory, right? He says, we're to establish societies or norms. He says, we then push for leaders in that area that believe in that vision, and we raise them up, and we, we empower them to do the work that they have already established. He says, we provide support and guidance and resources. So he's saying, this is what DeMario said. He said, he says, so they find leaders, apostles. That's what he put in parentheses. He says, we find apostles to, to lead the vision. And then he said, we provide support and guidance and resources. He says, disciples. So he had, they have the military, the U.S. military, when they go into an area. The, the example he gave me was the Gulf, the Gulf War, right? He says, in the Gulf War, he said that they went in there with demands because of how uh, Saddam was acting and what he was doing and, and how he was just a terror to his country and, and surrounding countries, right? And they told, gave, gave the demands, and he said, we don't negotiate with terrorists. 
and he did not bow to any of those demands. So they went in with a sh the shock and awe. They went in and absolutely obliterated this this their land, their country, and, and the Gulf War didn't last that long. I want to say he said seven days. I'm not sure, but never mind that part of it. The picture that I'm trying to give you is for such a time as this right now, God has raised you up to do this very thing in the earth right now. That we don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't negotiate with a virus. We don't negotiate with fear. We don't negotiate with whatever we're being uh, attacked with. In this season, I'm talking about right now. In this season of where the, the whole entire world is, being, is under attack uh, literally being held hostage in their homes to this virus. People, there are people that are that are Christians that are in fear. And, and I don't want you to be in fear. I want you to occupy. And how do I want you to occupy? The way God said. He said that in, in, in John 18, 36 through 37, this is what Jesus said. He says, my kingdom is not of this world. He said, if it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is, is from an, another place. He said, this is what Pilate said. He says, you are a king then. Uh, and Jesus answered him and he said, yes, I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world was to testify to this truth. I want you to think about it. So... A seed reproduces after itself, right? We, we, we learned that in Genesis, that every seed reproduces after itself. So when God stepped out on nothing, he spoke to nothing, and it became whatever he spoke, right? And then in that very same chapter of Genesis, he made man in his image and in his likeness. And then we have the son of, of God, Jesus, here. Jesus, he said that for, for this reason... He says, I was born and came into this world. I want to say the same thing to you. For this reason, you were born and brought into this world. Your birth date was significant for this time right now. God wants you to wake up. Stop sleeping. Stop waiting on someone else to do what he is calling you to do. And what am I saying? What am I calling you to do? What is God calling you to do? He's calling you to set a presence of dominance in this earth. You got it? He's calling you to not negotiate, to not give in to fear, to not give in to worry and anxiety and, or any of those things. God is, has raised you up. He has called you. He has prepared you for such a time as this. To do, to do what? To be a prayer warrior. To obliterate what is happening in this earth with prayer. To, to fast and pray and to, and to pray daily, not one and done, not one and done. Remember the scripture we talked about last week where the, the king struck the ground three, three times and, and the prophet was angry. You know, he was like, if you had struck it more, don't just be in compliance. Just be absolutely bought in to the mandate, this kingdom mandate that God has upon our lives. Amen? Okay, so... Jesus said that, he said, for this reason, I was born and brought into this world. And then in Romans 5 and 17, check this out. It says, 
For if because of one man's trespass, trespass, death reigned through that one, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace and the free gift of righteousness uh, reign as kings in life. Did you, did, you, did you get that? We're to reign as kings in life. So I'm going to read that one more time. And it says, for it, if because of one man's trespasses, right, death reigned through that one, much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace and that free gift of righteousness will reign as kings in this life. We are to reign as kings. And I'm, I'm, I want to keep just absolutely pounding that into your memory because when you wake up on a daily basis, I want you to wake up knowing that you are not only a citizen of this U.S. of A., but you are a king in this earth. And kings decree and declare. So you are to decree and declare what the Lord has said or commanded. Amen. I'm telling you what, I am truly, truly getting fired up because God has called us to, to pray and to intercede and to see the clouds. I, I, I said that last week and I got a phone call from a, a, a really good friend of mine, Kathy Canavan. And she says, Daisy, what is this seeding the clouds? And I said, it's like doing a prayer walk. It's like you going outside on your back porch or if you're walking through your neighborhood and you're praying in your spiritual language, he says that those words that you are releasing are alive and active and you're seeding. This is what he told me. He says, you're seeding the clouds. And then when it rains, those words that you have released in the atmosphere will rain down on the territory of the enemy. That's good stuff. That is a principle that God taught me probably almost, um, I want to say like 2004, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. And, and what he was saying was that your words are powerful in this earth. Don't think that they're just, you're just releasing them and they're dissipating. They're not. They are, they are seeding the clouds. They are alive and they're waiting and ready and active. So don't underestimate your power of prayer in your life and what you are releasing because whatever you release, he says, if you will decree and declare a thing, that thing will be established and the light of God's glory will shine upon your way. So every word that you release, whether it is a word that is life-giving or a word that brings death, that thing is going to be activated in your life because you are a king. You understand? So when you decree or declare something, that word it is, it is established as law. So don't be willy-nilly with your words, you know. Uh, and I hear it all the time. I hear people say things that they don't want to come about in their life. And they're shortening their life with the words that they're saying. So please, please understand this. If you're made in his image and if you're made in his likeness to operate like him, to be just like God, he says we are, we are made just like him then when God speaks a word, if his word can never be changed or altered, or if, if then those words that you speak are the same, that's the power that we have as, as kings and priests in this earth, right? Okay, so Proverbs 3, I want to I bring some more encouragement 
uh, to you. I hope I hope I hope this is coming across um, the way that um, I, I feel it in my heart. I, I just I it's I don't want anything that I teach to ever be something that that feels like I'm beating you up. I want to raise you up. I want you to walk in the power and the authority that God has given you. So Proverbs 3, and it's 5 through 6, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And he says, And lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So, when things come about, like like what's happening, in our, this is something that we have never experienced. And when things happen, we start to try to understand them um, in our own mindset. And that's not the way. We, we, we have got to put on our spiritual eyesight. And we have got to be, a, and be in tune with what God is saying. It is a sad day when the men and women of God don't have an answer, Right? It is a sad day because this is a, a grand opportunity for the force of the kingdom to come forth in this earth. This is, this is the time that, that God has given us a platform to show signs, miracles, and wonders. This is the time. We have been practicing. I'm, I'm telling you, going to church every Sunday and sitting in here under some, some good teaching. Uh, and, and I'm talking about everyone across the world. This is the time for us to go into action. What have you learned? What, what is God calling you to do? What is the vision that God has for your life? What is it that God has, has placed on the inside of you that he wants to birth forth? Let's, I, I, I pray right now that each and every one of us will have the strength not to only carry the, the precious gifts that God has placed on the inside of us, but to birth them forth and to use them and to grow them and to turn them. This is that time. This is the season that we're in. This is the time that we get up and speak to the northeast, south, and west and decree and declare the word of the Lord throughout the entire earth. This is the time. What are you waiting on? Put on the whole armor of God. And you walk out into your, into your neighborhood, keeping distance, of course, <laughs> and decree the word of the Lord. So that's what I have been practicing for the last few weeks is walking throughout my neighborhood and seeding the clouds and praying in my spiritual language. My husband and I went out the other day and we prayed and we walked probably a good three miles and that's not a lot. You know, and we were not winded. We were not tired. We were absolutely pumped up to to see what God is doing in this earth right now. We were we were adamant to to accomplish what God told us to accomplish, and that's what I want to encourage you to do. This is the time. This is not the time to sit back and relax and and watch net Netflix and Hulu. I mean, you can. But what I'm saying is, let's, let's put it in, 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 in order here. God first. And then you can come back and Netflix and chill or, or whatever it is that you want to do. But let's put, 
let's put God first. There are people that are hurting. There are people that are, are losing loved ones. I mean, I, I've, I'm, I'm watching the news and I see where people are le losing both parents on the same day. And, and you think that this is just a time for us to get together and, and fellowship? You know, no. This is, this is the time that, that we should rise up and be what God has called us to be in this earth and to tear down these strongholds and, and the things that are absolutely devastating families. So, okay, Deuteronomy 31 and 6. And it says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. So I, I just want to encourage you that, that God won't leave you. He won't, he won't leave you in the physical sense. He won't forsake you. Forsaking means the emotional. He won't turn his heart away from you. He goes before you. He will not fail you. He is with you all the days of your life. I hear, I hear everyone uh, quoting uh, Psalms 91, and I think you should. I think you should meditate on that day and night. But it, Psalms 91 and 1, 911, it is an emergency. It is time for us to get in the secret place of the Most High God. It is time for us to understand this kingdom that Jesus was teaching us about uh, the, his entire life. That's all he talked about was a kingdom. So if he talked about a kingdom, then we live in a kingdom. Like he said, he says, my kingdom is not of this world. And, and the disciples said, they, they said, well, when is this kingdom coming? He said, it is here. It is around you. So we live in a kingdom. Jesus' kingdom is in this earth. We live in it. It is an invisible kingdom. It is not anything that we're going to see with our natural eye. But if you would open up your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears, you will hear what God is speaking. And you will see what God is doing. And what I see is, 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 is amazing. He's doing a good work in this earth. I see that people are uh, absolutely tapping into to their gifts and opening them and exploring them and using them. I see people coming out of their their shyness and 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 absolutely doing Facebook lives. I've I've watched a girl in in England uh, do a teaching that was phenomenal and how she is encouraging those people there. I've, and it's it it really is. And I, I've just seen so much growth so in this season of crisis guess what God is expecting to see out of his people growth this is the season to grow and to expand and to take more territory for the Lord so all right I want to read one more one more scripture to you and it's Luke 9 62 and it says but Jesus said to him no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back to the things left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. In the message translation, it says it like this. It says, Jesus said, no procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. Seize the day. I'm going to read that one more time. He said, no procrastination. No backwards looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. You can't. And that's what so many of us have been doing. 
We have been putting off what th that you felt that unction of God. You know God is is pulling you out of out of darkness and into the marvelous light. And what I mean is is that you've been hiding in church, and you can no longer hide. It's time for you to represent God in His kingdom right now. It's time for you to walk in the gifts and the callings of God. It is time for you to walk in the boldness that God's calling you to. It is time for you to start speaking to mountains and moving them. It's time for us to unite touching and agreeing and agreeing in the spirit realm with my brothers and sisters across this earth and establishing a boundary that the enemy cannot cross. Not not only for us, but for everyone. If you think, I, I mean those that are saved and those that are unsaved, because if we display God's love right now in this season, it is going to draw so many people to God, to Jesus. Amen? The Lord's Prayer says, Our Father, which art in heaven, right? Hallowed be his name. Our Father. He's just not my father. He's our father. So we should include and be praying on behalf of all of the earth, every person here, that they would have an encounter with God like no other. It is time for us to, to show those signs, miracles, and wonders in the earth. God's given us a platform we're, we're living in a time where it is an emergency for us to show forth the glory of God in this earth. So that's what I want to encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and step into the boldness that God has established in your life. And let's go forth and establish God's kingdom in the entire earth. Amen? Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I, I hope that um, it, it came across clear and, and, and with understanding. If nothing else, uh, if you get nothing else from me, I want you to get understanding. I want you to understand that God has a kingdom mandate on your life, and he wants you to walk into it. Amen? Okay, all right, so I really appreciate you guys joining um, me for, with, for Fat Tuesday, and, um, and enjoy the rest of your week, and make sure that you're fasting, and you're praying, and you're praying in your spiritual language, because when you pray in your spiritual language, you're seeding the clouds, amen? All right, thanks guys for joining, and I'll see you next Tuesday, bye.